I don't see your post anymore. Okay. No, I'm going to find it. I can <laughs> do, this. I do this. No, <laughs> I can do it. It's going against stupid. <laughs> Did you do it? No. Do you need me to do it? No. I, I put it's going to stupid. Yes, you do need to do it. <laughs> I'm a monumental failure. Oh, my gosh. That is terrible. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid. My name is Jose. And I'm Richard. And this is your favorite pop culture podcast, back after being on hiatus we because... Had a, we had an equipment failure, We guys. broke a device. We did. Or the device just burnt out. Actually, I think the device was tired of hearing us. We talked too much. And it started yelling at us. It did. Very it started painfully. beeping. Painful in our ears. Like, and every time I tried to reboot it, it was like... We actually recorded a whole podcast. Yep. And it didn't record it, so... Nope. It's the Lost Archives. Um, and so we're going to try to recreate it, but we can't, so Who sorry about the effort. Um, but today, we are going to talk about what we talked about a month ago, which is... <laughs> God, sounds so stupid doing it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Messianic figures in movies. Yeah. Because there's a lot. There's a right? ton. And I had... Check this out. Okay, so I had all these notes last time, and I had a little spreadsheet of all the things and listing of everything I was going to talk about, and it was glorious. I don't have it anymore because I quit my job, and I don't have that computer anymore. He has anymore. another job. Yeah, I don't, I'm, just, I'm not just a bum right now. I mean, right now I am, like all the time. But um, anyway, so I don't have any of those notes, so I'm going to wing it because what I do best is wing it, kind of yeah. like a penguin. Oh, wait, penguins can't fly. Um, but they can swim really well. They do. They, use their they do swim. They do use their wings, their fins, fin wings, finnings. Anyway, point being is that uh, so the first one I'm going to talk about is the easiest one, and that's Neo, uh, the one because yeah. that's part of a messianic it's figure. The most blatant one, the one. There's always this chosen one that is going to um, save everybody from this impending doom or the doom they're already in. So in the Matrix, Neo is the one. Yep. He was foretold to be the savior of mankind. Yep. Kind of like a certain messianic figure in the Bible. I don't know. I did it like that. Uh, but <laughs> he has superpowers. Super, super Jesus powers. <laughs> super Jesus powers. <laughs> he can bring people back from the dead. He can, re- it, he can literally reach into their can, chest <laughs> and start their hearts again. I, <laughs> You know, it reminds start, me of that start their heart that again. Danny Goki song. Tell my heart to start again. I anyway, know who that is. I know it's a Christian song. Yeah. Anyway, so um, he is definitely a messianic figure. Hundred percent. I mean, hundred percent messianic. 100%. Um, and everybody thinks he's amazing, and he is whatever. Um, I you know I've talked about the Matrix so many times. I just am done with talking about him. I talked about him for a whole other episode, so we I don't want to do it anymore. So let's talk about another messianic figure. Um, Superman. I still think he's a messianic figure. He came I mean, down to earth I would as agree a little with baby. The only thing that I will say that he's missing is he, he doesn't um, I was going to say he hasn't conquered death, but he but did. He did. Come back. He did. <laughs> I mean literally, he did. he's Jesus. <laughs> not literally. I mean, because he's not an alien. He's just an alien, but I mean, come on. He came from earth. 
His dad came from Earth. I mean, he came, came, came from Krypton, yeah. another planet. But he came yeah. to Earth as a baby to save the world. Yeah. His dad, yeah. Joriel, God, uh, sent yeah. him here. <laughs> yeah. And to fight uh, Zod, the devil. <laughs> I don't. That that part threw me off when I read that. That's not true. Um, but he's like he's all about truth and justice, and he's yeah. trying to save the world. Yeah. From impending doom and evil, and then he dies and gets resurrected. <clears throat> but you know, so I'm gonna go back to the Matrix because there's an important fact there. There's a part in the movie at the end of the third one when he sacrificed life. That's another staple of messianic figures is that they sacrifice their life. Hundred percent. And so Neo has done that like two or three times. I don't know, um, but he does it. Oh, Reno, here's the book. Oh, sorry, I'm getting text messages and reading <laughs> them on. Uh, anyway, so. <clears throat> But when he dies by the machine, like shooting the energy through yeah. him, there's a cross on his chest. Yeah, and you know, I didn't notice that. Like, did you rewatch that, it? That didn't stick in, into my into my brain box uh, until you mentioned it to me again. Did you Did you go back and watch it? I th- I no, I didn't. But I do Thanks. remember it now. Thanks. Yeah, I do okay. remember it. Well, because it was a blatant ending. I mean, a blatant um, hint at hint it. to like he yeah. is a messianic figure. Right. Oh, here it is, right here. Can I get to it? But I can't show anybody, so no. it doesn't even matter. No. But I'm gonna watch it myself, yeah, because that's what I do. I just watch. <laughs> I just sit here and watch movies the whole time while other people are talking. Because whatever. <laughs> um, any other messianic? I, I can't even remember the ones we talked about last time. So you know, now now that we're talking about this again, um, I didn't have a ton to contribute the last time we recorded this. Jose's gonna show. It is. That's a hundred percent across. Definitely across. Look, I'll just Let's show see. you guys if you can see it. I don't know if you can. But it's 100% across. It 100% is. So what Jose is doing right now, just for those of you who don't know, is today, or this episode, is our maiden voyage into Twitch streaming. So now, if you wanted to watch two idiots live talk about uh, podcasts and movies, you could do that. But before we move any <laughs> much more much further, where else can they reach us, Jose? Oh, yeah, man. I forgot all about that. We haven't done this in like a month, so I don't <laughs> even know what I'm doing. Um, so if you want to send us an email... You know, that's old school, but go ahead and do it. Yeah. I mean, actually, old school would be sending a letter, but who does that? Where would you even buy a stamp? I stole that joke from John Oliver because I don't care. <laughs> Boom. Anyway. Uh, I mean, it's not like you're Amy Schumer or anything. Oh, I'm not. You're not. But I could be. Because <laughs> um, all you should do is steal jokes. Anyway. Uh, w, no, not WW. It is just it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at show. Or you can hit us up on Facebook, the Facebook, at facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Where it's going to get stupid on Instagram. And you could check out our website at www.itsgointogetstupid.com. And now we have two more for you. Uh, we're on, it's twitch.com slash it's going to get stupid. And our phone number is 281-698-7538. If you're watching us live, you can actually call into the show. We'll put you on speakerphone. Yep. That's terrifying. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to go, but whatever. I wonder which one of our idiot friends is going to call first. I thought someone was calling right there when I I did too. I got a little nervous. (laughs) This is my phone, so that didn't work. Um, Cool. Other messianic figures. So the the messianic figure that I thought of while we were talking about this, uh, Wolverine in the X-Men series. Like the Logan, like the current film version? Yeah, like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Like look look at how they position him every single time right like he's the one that ends up having to save the day at the end of every single movie so and he that, ultimately wait, sacrifices wait, in himself. that vein are you trying to say that mystique is the messianic figure 
in the new no because, because even wolverine no, does it too but hold on. He's, he's barely in the, he's barely in the movie number one i mean he's in a lot but but she's the one she's the main person and she's obviously going to die in this next movie so 100 percent gonna die, gonna die. Yeah. i mean even the trailer's kind of like you know how a trailer set, shows something and it's like maybe yeah it's kind of like no guys we're really going to kill her everything yeah. you've ever wanted here no, you go i think they they should just kill them all off. i mean i guess i can see that wolverine has the he has superpowers yep um, but he wasn't like destined to. That's like that's the true man. Okay. He was a hero. He's a hero. Valid. Okay? Valid. Anakin. Yes, that was the other yes, one. We talked that about. was the other one because of his midichlorian so, count. Anakin is Star Wars. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the same thing happened last time. This is like deja vu. Um, Anakin in that was Star a great Wars. Movie, by the way, what deja vu uh-huh. with Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington. That's a whole other podcast, bro. Okay. <laughs> Um, time freaking travel. <laughs> that stupid movie. Oh, I hate that movie. Um, but Anakin is a messianic figure because he was also foretold. There was a prophecy, right? right? Um, he would bring balance to the force. Yes. He was born with all the mid. He was first off. He's a virgin birth. Or, well, I yeah. don't know. Actually, I don't know if Shmi was a virgin, but she definitely didn't have a dude at the time. Cause she said yeah. there was no guy. There, you know what? But, but Mori Povich, where are you? Mori Povich, get him on the show. Let's, let's have you have you ever seen the episode where they have like twenty five different people <laughs> that can be the dads? And it's like at this point, who really just pick one? It doesn't matter. Just somebody just step up. You know audience. what? If you guys just gave a dollar, you'd probably just be able to. You'd be fine. Just give five bucks. Everybody just give five bucks. Right? We're good. Right? Yeah. Five bucks a month. It's not that big of a deal. Join the club. Anyway, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> so Anakin. <laughs> Uh, is born from no dad. He's born out of the force. The force birthed him, okay, which is crazy to begin with. And they never talk about it again, also. Never, ever. It's just in the first movie, and they're kind of like, that's a bad idea. Let's never talk about that again. <laughs> um, forget it. Yeah. And uh, instead, he kind of goes bad. So he's, he, but in the, in, the, in the end, he saves kind of the force because. How? I don't know what By he having does. Having a baby? Well, I, no, no, because he kills the emperor, right? And he brings balance to the force by killing the emperor, and then the Sith should be gone. However, uh, Disney likes money. So in the last movie, oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. You're thinking. You're thinking. I'm thinking prequels. You're thinking prequels. Thinking prequels. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking. Yeah. Anakin's all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you're Darth Vader. The, you're going all the way to the Last Jedi. Yeah, I, I mean, the Return of the Jedi. You have to go all the way to the Return yeah. of the Jedi. Uh, but then again, that didn't work because the for First Order or yeah, the First, yeah, first Order came. Yeah. And um, so failed Anakin, but yep. nice try. Just like nice everything try. else he did. But then again, <laughs> wow. Like keeping both um, hands. It's a family tradition. <laughs> it is. It's a family tradition. You have to lose your hand. Um, so that means that Kylo Ren's going to lose a hand. Cool. Good with it. Yeah. Good with it. Um, but he's definitely a messianic figure because he's supposed to bring balance to the force. He's supposed to do this great thing. Um, I think he's a really good messianic figure. Aslan was another one we talked about. Um, or is it yes. Aslan? I think it's Aslan. Aslan. Yeah. You got to be careful with that name. It could be bad. Um, obvious reference to Jesus in yep. the, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe. Um, he is sacrificed, yep. resurrected. Anakin's also resurrected, right? Because, But he's resurrected negatively, right? He's not resurrected into yeah. the light again. He's resurrected as Darth Vader. Yep. Um, but Aslan's resurrected as himself. Yep. And then he comes and saves the day and helps fight against the White Witch. Um, and he has bravery and powers, and I don't know if he's destined or whatever. I've never read that much into that story. The the destined part, I, I think, is is probably what's missing. But yeah. his, um, I mean, he's definitely a, a symbolic figure 
representing Jesus. Yeah. And right. because he sacrificed himself, yeah. that's why he's able to, like, there's a reason that they win or something like that. Like, her powers wean, waned because of that. It was more like the kids became empowered because yeah. of his sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one was, um, oh, dang it, man. I had it on the tip of the tip of my t- Harry Potter. Yes. Also a messianic figure. Yes. Also uh, prophesized. Prophesized. He died, was yeah. resurrected. Yep. Um, superpowers. He was more powerful so, than everybody. Else. Well, I mean, I mean okay. Like, like so he had, okay, first off, he had two spells. He did, he did two only have two spells. Two spells. Expelliarmus and what was the other one? Uh, his Patronus. Patronus. Yeah. I mean, he did some other stuff. He did a couple other things, okay? Mm. But yeah. he wasn't like proficient in spell casting. No. But he was just super lucky or uh, super blessed. So he's like Domino. He was blessed. He was blessed. <laughs> he's like Domino. Yeah. He just had super, you know, just things, good things happen to him. Yeah. Not, he was why you got to hate on Harry, man? Uh, no. I'm, I'm, he I'm, was a Mary I'm, Sue. I have... I have no <clears throat> issues with Harry Potter. I'm just saying, like, he wasn't the greatest wizard. He was terrible, actually. Yeah. He was probably he's barely mediocre. And he never really intended to do anything. What do you like, mean? He like, he just kind of, like... Oh, like, trying to... He's not, he wasn't actually trying to stop something. Like, he was he stumbled the, into He the, was the hero by matter of circumstance, not by his own accord. Like, he stumbled into heroism. Yeah. That's <laughs> terrible. Every single time. Every <laughs> single time. Like, I mean, he was just a good guy. And did right? the right thing. And did the some, right thing. Most of the time, yes. Yeah. yeah. But, but, like... But it's not like he charged forward, like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to defeat him. Right. Like, at, at the end, he finally did. At the end, he's like, okay, 100%. look, I guess I should really do something yeah. by this time, because I can't stumble into defeating Voldemort. Exactly. Uh, but I think he's a good messianic figure, too. Um, anybody else? You know what's terrifying? I just looked at my phone, and we have two other viewers. Oh, really? We have four viewers total. What? <laughs> That's so weird. I'm just nobody watching anymore. Yeah. They're not. Okay. They, they, they walked away. Okay. <laughs> I said, no, sir. No, sir. This is We're not, not going to happen. Not, not today. Uh, the Buddy Christ and uh, Dogma. No, that's yeah. not, that's not <laughs> no, good. I think I made that joke yeah. last. I think I made that joke last time, too. Yeah. Uh, this is very deja vu. Ripley and Alien 3? I hate these lists, man. Yeah. E.T.? No. No. But I mean, because it's hard to like, like what is a messianic figure and, you know, what really constitutes one? Because you could, like you said, Wolverine, right? You kind of think that you kind of make it. He has aspects of it. But I think, yeah, everyone has an aspect of this, this, because messianic is a savior figure. And then when you think of J.O. Christian, you're thinking Jesus and how that. Gandalf. Oh, yeah. Gandalf was the other one. Gandalf Gandalf was the other one where he dies, sacrifices himself to fight the Balrog. Gandalf the Grey becomes Gandalf the White. Gandalf the White. And then, which is, I don't understand that, but it was cool. It was cool to see him come up and be like, oh, I'm resurrected, guys, three (laughs) days later. No, it wasn't three days. It was like months later or something. It was a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but. So it doesn't have, but it, I mean, a messianic figure doesn't necessarily have to be Judeo-Christian. I just because I believe in Jesus, that's how yeah. I kind of figure them. It's out. more, it's more having that savior aspect, and I think the the idea of the 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 prophecy like mm-hmm. has to has to come into play. Like they have to be told about, or like, um, or at least you know someone has an inkling that this person is coming, um, and then they do ultimately ultimately end up having to sacrifice themselves in order to try to save everyone. I yeah, think, I, I, think I think those are the big aspects I think it's it. more like a, a, a sacrifice that doesn't necessarily have to be a, 
a life sacrifice, yeah. but they do have to sacrifice yeah. because they have to grow, right? I mean, right. it makes sense. Um, so yeah, man, those are some ones that we had that th- we talked about last time. I mean, we probably talked more about it, but I think it's I think it's really cool to look for certain themes and, and heroes and the way they they are and, yeah. and how um, religion can intersect with our culture and the way that we create art yeah. and the way that we t- draw these themes on. Because if you look at a lot of heroes to begin with, they draw a lot of themes from that morality, Judeo Christian morality, and I think that's interesting. You know, like yeah. we we base a lot of big characters on that and in some of their stories on the Jesus story, which is pretty cool. Uh, Moving right along. If you have any more that you, we forgot because I'm pretty sure we forgot some, Hey, just hit us up on uh, going to get stupid at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at IGTGS show. Or you can go to Facebook, facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can find us on Instagram at it's going to get stupid. Go to our website at www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. Find us on Twitch uh, slash it's going to get stupid. You can call us at 281-698-7538. Leave a voicemail or for live on the air, we'll take a call right then. Anyway, let's get to our next segment. Beak. <laughs> Beak? Beak. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Whatever. Um, the last thing we watched. Yeah. So, so um, I've watched a lot of stuff in a month. but So in the last episode that we actually released, we talked about Polar. And, oh, we did talk about Polar. And Handmaid's Tale. So that, we, we were talking about both of those. Oh, okay. Right. So, but I have a new series that I watch. Go for it. Um, and the last, is there a messianic figure in it? Not at all. Darn. <laughs> um, the last series I watched was you. Oh, on Netflix. Cool. Uh, it's a ten episode uh, little drama series. It was actually produced on Lifetime, uh, which I think is weird. Uh, this was not a Lifetime type show, but it was it on Lifetime. But it was on Lifetime, from what I understand, and then Netflix picked it up, and they're actually producing a second season. Um, but it follows this guy named Joe who it's a good name. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the story, uh, has just kind of gotten out of a really like kind of strenuous relationship or it's kind of put him in a weird spot and he works in a, a bookstore, um, that sells like a lot of first editions. Like it, it, he, he basically runs the bookstore Is it called first edition. I actually don't even remember what the name of the bookstore was. Um, 10 points. To anybody who can tell me where that's from. <laughs> Anyway, later. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, and anyways, he he runs he runs his bookstore, and he he meets this customer um, who has a stupid name of Guinevere Beck, and they call her Beck. Guinevere Beck for short. Yeah, um, and he falls hopelessly in love with her. And instead, who wouldn't of, fall in love with Guinevere Beck? And instead of doing like your traditional like, hey, like, can I call you sometime or whatever, he decides to stalk her. Sounds and right. find her on Facebook and Instagram. And well, wouldn't you look her up on the social medias with a name like Guinevere Beck? I'm like, <laughs> first, I have to make sure that name is correct. Um, and he he just starts creeping on her until he puts himself into a situation. Within the first episode, he follows her to uh, a poetry reading that she's doing, and she gets completely trashed and ends up falling into the subway um, track. Like she does. Like she's drunk out of her mind, she's gonna and die. he and he's kind of following her. And so he happens to be on the same subway platform as her and she falls into the subway track and he rescues her and then gives her a cab ride home, but then steals her phone. Okay. So he's like one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. Yeah. So he actually rescued her from, from the subway track so she wouldn't get hit by a train and got narrowly missed, um, but then steals her phone so that she'll have to get another one. Um, but 
Is he like a phone salesman or something? No. Like, so she ends up getting another phone, but she doesn't deactivate her old one so he can, like, watch her. That's a plot hole. That's weird. And oh, he can, he's watching her through no, the phone? No, like, he, he can watch her text. He oh, can okay. see, like, she's talking I'm about, about him or anything like that. Um, and then towards, I want to say the end of the second episode, he ends up kidnapping the guy that she's that is currently seeing her um name um oh, i don't remember his name it didn't uh, it didn't matter because he did, died well it? he is murdered so he gets kidnapped guy. so in the bottom of this bookstore in the basement uh there's this collection of like first editions right and it's this glass case kind of room thing and he's uh his name is benji and he takes benji down there benji is like this really like poster child d-bag who's selling handcrafted artisanal soda. So it's easier to not like him. It's super easy to not like him, but... But he's still Joe, being kidnapped. Joe sees him as a threat to Beck. Like, he's trying to help Beck out and protect her life because he feels like it's her his duty now. And so he kid, he sets up this fake meeting for Benji to go and uh, talk about artisanal soda with, a, a, like, some lifestyle writer. And he takes Benji down there into the basement, um, telling him it's kind of like a speakeasy. And so he goes down there and then smashes him on the side of the head with a hammer. He kills him? Like a bookbinding hammer. No, no. he doesn't oh kill gosh. him at that this point. This is the worst thing because ever. Because Joe, at this point, he he doesn't consider himself a killer, right? And so I'm not going to spoil the whole, the whole first season, but he doesn't consider himself a killer. So he doesn't know what to do. And he kind of fumbles through it for a few episodes until he like starts making really insane decisions it's based off of a book based off of a book series called you and i forget what this i think the second book is called hidden bodies um holly that can tell you everything you need to know yeah. about the show hidden bodies uh holly read the book and she felt that the first season was pretty close they started deviating towards the end okay uh from it but it was an interesting series um i will say this joe you kind of like he's a psychopath Hundred percent, but in the Dexter kind of, almost in the Dexter kind of psychopath like a, way, like a happy psychopath. Where like you feel like he he can he's convinced himself he's trying to do good in the world by doing what he's doing. Definitely not accurate, right? Or is it? But he's convinced himself he's trying to do good. He has a weird way of doing it, and he's trying to uh, seemingly protect Beck's life because all the people that he. Um, all the things that he entered like he um runs interference for her like are distractions to her being a uh, amazing writer and having the best life that she could possibly so he's just trying to help her out in a in a way yes in a psychopathic in the psychopath well maybe he's not a psychopath he's just a weirdo right like a legit weirdo no he's psychopath okay cool yeah um so it was a fun watch i mean it wasn't it wasn't like breaking bad level good it's good it's a good show right there but it wasn't like um give me a bad show uh, Riverdale. <laughs> okay, was it Riverdale? Actually, it might have been Riverdale. It might have been Riverdale. I haven't. It might watched actually it. have been Riverdale. It, it might. It might have been. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a. Um, I can't think of a bad show. I don't watch bad shows. Yeah. So, American Horror Story. I don't know. It was. It was a fun watch. It was. It was really easy and really mindless. It wasn't The Flash. Fair enough. But mindless, but like not terrible mindless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it kind of like, kept you Pretty Little Liars. It kind of. It kind of kept you suspense. Like there was like, some good suspense to it. Um, you kind of root for Joe a little bit, kind of like Dexter. Yeah. yeah so yeah. similar to Dexter, yeah, in a way yeah. that you like. He's a charming. 
you know he's doing wrong stuff. But he you're kind of like, well, he's trying to help, and he very much you know, can but be. But then he gets it, himself in bad situations. Hundred percent. So he's kind. Of, I mean, he's also yeah. kind of like. A, I haven't watched Dexter, from but from bad. what I understand from Dexter, there was a bit more of a, a redeeming quality to Dexter at a certain. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Um, yeah, sure. Definitely, it's worth a watch. Okay. All right, and they're doing a second season. One of my favorite comedians, Crystalia, is actually going to be in the second season. Crystal, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. What was the last thing you watched, Jose? So I watched a lot of stuff, but I'm going to talk about the movie I talked about last time, which was Alita: Battle Angel. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because she's similar to a mess. I mean, kind of messianic figure-ish. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's well, she's, Joe was not a messianic. Yeah. Figure. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite, yes. actually. Uh, no. So Alita: Battle Angel. So if you've never read the manga or watched any of the kind of uh, animation they have on it she is a robot yep um is she an and, autobot in disguise nope um she is a robot from a long time ago that is re animated by a doctor who basically works on robots and he's a you know cyborgs works cyborgs. she's a cyborg so she has a human brain but a, a cyborg shell so he gives her a body um that is belongs to his he was going to give to his dead daughter who I'm not spoiling the movie, but that's whatever, right? <laughs> um, anyway, point being is is that she's new to this world. She wakes up, she has no memory of anything. She doesn't know what her name is, and she's doing everything for the first time. She has to eat because the brain still needs nutrients. Okay, for some odd reason, whatever. So, um, is it his daughter's brain? No, that? no, no. He finds her in a scrap heap, I and mean, she it's has like she already has yeah. a brain. She already has a brain, but it it works functions perfectly. Just the memory doesn't work. Okay. Uh, and so then she meets this boy. Oh, let's meet the boy. Anyway, she's going around town learning stuff. Well, she starts to have her memories come back. Okay. Little by little. Um, and she also finds out that he, the doctor, is a bounty hunter. Okay. And he hunts cyborgs that commit crimes. And she wants to do the same thing. And there's also this, like, so there's this floating city. It's one of the last cities. It's where the elite city. live. It's where the elite live. Kind of like an Elysium. It's exactly like Elysium. Yeah. And so you can't go up there. And people really don't come down either. They kind yeah. of stay there. Um, and the only way to go up there is to win this murder ball or roller ball. I don't know what it's called. Roller murder something. It's a game. They're sport. It's a sport yeah. that you play. It's probably just called football. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. the elite person that does it gets to go up there. Okay. That wins the championship. And so she's enamored by that too. And so she's falling in love with this guy. And from she wants to be a bounty hunter, just like uh, the guy, the doctor. Yeah, she kind of seems like a father figure. He doesn't want her to, but she helps him. Like she follows him because she thinks that he's the one killing the people and taking the spare parts. Okay, but it's actually somebody else, and he gets in a trap, and she whoops the mess out of everybody. And so she's a really good fighter, and so she has flashbacks of being a good fighter. So apparently, she was an elite fighter three hundred years ago during the war, and she had a different body. That was like, and it was this, it was this weird kind of um, fighting style called Panzerkunst. All this stuff sounds really stupid when you like say it out loud, yep. but it's interesting in the movie in the context of the uh, the story. So she was a a, a fighting. She was a, she was a robot. She was a robot three hundred years an ago. Android designed a cyborg designed to fight. How's the brain still alive? I have no idea because you just said that she has to eat in order yeah. to keep. Well, but she was nutrients. discarded, so anything that gets discarded comes from that city. Okay. So she might have just gotten discarded and her memory wiped. 
okay. I don't know. Okay. And I don't know how long the brain lasts without it or yeah. how it deteriorates. I don't know. Maybe that's how I know they're working. They're talking about doing a sequel. Yeah, they should because yeah. it was, I mean, honestly, so the fight scenes were amazingly good. Yeah. The, the movie looks beautiful. The story is not that great. I mean, it's, it's, you know, honestly, it's on par with like Avatar. Avatar didn't have that great of a story either. Avatar Last Airbender? No, Avatar, Avatar the Unobtainium. Yeah, Avatar Unobtainium. Yeah. The story was kind of, I mean, it wasn't a bad story. It was just not original. No, it was a bad story. No, it was, I mean, it was okay. Like, it was okay. That was a bad story. I didn't like it, but it was, it was okay. Bad story. It, there's, there's a lot worse. Okay. Anyway, bad story. Cool. Bad so, story. 14 um, years, so, unobtainium. So, do a little a, find and replace. So, it's a little And then flat. you use papyrus or your font. You know what you do. Papyrus. <laughs> so, it's a little flat. Yeah. Uh, the story wise but they're gearing up toward for the sequel that's what it's for um the big guys didn't bother bother me or anything i think you definitely have to see it in the theater try to see it in 3d if you can yeah. um, but it is a really great movie it's like a great experience very entertaining well and um what's her name uh, rosa salazar i mean she did all the yeah, all she, the acting she did they did all the, all the mocap points the face. everywhere yeah. all over her face and everything and so yeah. she did all the acting you can see it like yeah. it looks so realistic and sometimes i couldn't even tell that it was cg that her yeah. face was CG. Um, good ending, good characters, you know, good acting by Mahershala Ali. And um, what's that chick's name? Ooh, Jennifer Connelly. Okay. And of course, I Chris, she was in it. Chris, uh, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Christoph Waltz. He was great, you know. I'm starting so, to get him confused for Willem Dafoe. They, they're almost becoming the same person. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Um, but they did a great job of cr- putting these characters to life. Okay. And, and if you... Like if you watch the movie and you like it, I would check out the manga too because it's really cool. And the cool thing I like about it is it's a female protagonist that doesn't need men, you know, at all. She's yeah. like her own kind of fighter. So check it out; it's good. I liked it, <clears throat> and it's probably going to be on DVD soon. <laughs> but yeah. see, try to see it in theater if you I can. Mean, we did talk about this a month ago. Yeah, so. but it's a really, a really cool story. I mean, I mean, I mean, as far as like later on like the stuff they have to draw from yeah. for the sequel is going to yeah. be really good gotcha um so i'm excited about that cool yeah cool. um that's it man yeah just, i think it's all we got yeah. for this episode we got, we got a really quick episode yeah um trying to just get that out there that one messianic figure stuff and then try this streaming stuff out yeah interesting to say we're the trying least. to get back into, into the uh, the swing of things like i said we lost our equipment uh, a little over a month ago and trying to get trying to remember how to do this again yeah, so um, if you want, email us, show ideas, questions, comments, whatever, at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. You can go on Facebook, join the conversation, facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Uh, you can find us on Twitch uh, slash it's going to get stupid. Or you can call us, leave us a voicemail, 281 698 7538. The lines are now closed. <laughs> so we'll check your voicemails and yeah. read them on air. And we'll be recording usually on Sundays around 3 o'clock. Sundays at 3. Yeah. That's what works for be us. Be there or be square or any other kind of shape that you want. I mean, but you have to be a quadrilateral or you can't join. <laughs> Has to be a quadrilateral? Yep. Like, Sorry. what if I wanted to be like a rhombus? Can't be a rhombus, bro. Or uh, a pentagon. Or a dodecahedron. You can't do none of that. you well, got to be a quadrilateral. Well, I'm offended. Um, you should be. Yeah. This is not equal opportunity over here. This is America. And with that note, I'm out. Peace.